Welcome to the Root Cause Revolution podcast with functional and integrative nurse nutritionist and energy medicine practitioner, Audrey Christie. Hello and welcome to episode 279 of the Root Cause Revolution podcast. Today we're talking about ways, energetic reasons, let's say, that you're stuck on your healing path. I've mentioned before that I wish I'd worked earlier on understanding the emotional and energetic aspect of a healing journey back when I was in my healing journey. And so once you understand how everything is energy, (laughs) understanding that can totally change your healing journey. So today we're going to talk about five ways I see people energetically blocking their path to wellness. Welcome. If this is your first time listening, I'd like to introduce myself. I'm Audrey. I'm a root cause clinician, and I help you to stop masking symptoms and start healing for good, whether it is chronic symptoms or autoimmune disease or something that just won't go away. Most of the people I work with have tried it all and still aren't at the level of health and wellness that they desire. And so we work together using a non-traditional approach, including naturopathy, functional nutrition, functional wellness, and energy medicine. So if you are done with band-aids and ready to rebalance your body so it can heal for good, then you are in the right place. All right. So this is really top of mind. And actually in the Root Cause Revolution membership last week in our masterclass, we talked about uh, roadblocks, getting stuck on our healing journey. And although I'm long past my sort of original healing journey that started this all, I'm on a new healing journey because I injured my back uh, months ago uh, doing something silly, working out. And um, I healed really, really fast. You might have seen my post uh, on Instagram talking about how the doctor that was treating me said I heal like Wolverine, right? Super, almost instant. Um, and so last week I had a setback. And even though it was a minor setback, it was energetic and emotional in nature. And it was a big reminder uh, of where I was not paying attention and how much the energetic stuff that is going on with you and how much the emotional stuff that is going on with you can really impact your healing journey for better or for worse. So thought it would be good to share this with you guys today for Energy Medicine Monday. So the first one that I want to talk to you about is stress and trapped emotions, okay? This is a huge one, and I have seen it sort of played out, reminded time and time again that learning how to release stress, learning how to release trapped emotions is one of the most important skills that you can learn. 90% of all pain in our body that we experience is due to trapped emotional baggage, trapped energetic flows. So a block can exist on a physical, emotional, mental, or spiritual level. And it can really refer to any condition where the energy is not flowing. See, an emotion is energy in motion. So if the energy is not flowing freely, it can create a symptom or an illness. When our energetic pathways are clear and flowing, that's when you really experience a sense of well-being and health, and that's when you are able to turn around your 
health issues. So we have this like two directional stream of energy that flows through our bodies, right? One moving from the physical level towards the level of spirit and intention, and one moving from the level of spirit and intention towards the physical. It's an exchange. And so a block that is found on one level may very well have a root on another. So what I'm saying is that a physical condition can have a root in the spiritual realm and vice versa. And so to truly heal from a symptom, an illness, a collection of symptoms, the root cause has to be healed. It's like weeding a garden. And if you don't pull the weed up from the with the root, then guess what? It just regoes. It comes back. You experience it over and over and over again. So even though I had done a really good job of healing the inflammation, that injury itself, what I rushed through was healing the emotional and energetic blockage that came either before or as a result of my back injury. And so it's it's not uncommon even for people who know, who know better like myself, right? In our Western culture, we're really quick to presume and assume that a physical symptom is just a physical symptom. And I honestly assumed that with my back. I'm like, I've got all this. I'm, I'm doing this. I'm managing stress, blah, blah, blah. So it's possible, like as in a headache that comes from breathing in toxic fumes for hours, often a physical block has a root at a deep level of intention, attitude, or belief. So for example, a negative or untrue attention, intention or belief leads to negative thoughts, which leads to negative emotions, which is just energy in motion, which leads to a physical symptom. And when that happens, and in that example, there is a block existing on every level, but we can work on removing those blocks. We can reach a point of living from our conscious positive intention. We can create with purpose, and we can create with purpose according to our deepest longings and intentions. So we're also going to talk about some other types of blocks. Another type of block is what I call the support block, and that happens when you are not good at asking or receiving or accepting help right? If you're not able to ask for or receive help, I'm generally guilty of that. You can throw in a little bit of mix of a control freak with there as well. Um, and when you have that block, then that can show up in your physical body in numerous different ways. Often when we aren't good at receiving help or asking for help, it's because of sort of some lower level different blocks, such as fear of embarrassment, right? Fear of appearing weak or vulnerable as a failure. Um, and so it can hold you back from asking for help. And all of those little fears, all of those little energetic blockages, if not dealt with, live inside your body and create blocks. You know, energetic blockages are just one of the, the root causes of diseases. We've talked about this over and over again. The other root causes are things like nutrient deficiencies and co-infections and all of, all of the things, parasites and drainage problems and all of the things that go with it. You can find episodes about that in these pages or on this podcast as well. Another part of that, you know, afraid to ask for or receive help and support is that deep down uh, somewhere in there, there's often a block around if you really quote unquote deserve help, um, your conscious mind may be screaming, you ask for help. Um, but underneath 
at your subconscious level, which is actually where about 95% of your day-to-day activity is actually operated at, at your subconscious level, um, it means that no matter how hard you just tell yourself that you want to change, if underneath you don't believe that you deserve it, then you will always somehow energetically, physically, mentally, emotionally create the chaos that leads to self-sabotage. So you have to get to the root in order to get through this process, in order to clear that blockage. Oftentimes for both of these uh, energetic blocks or energetic reasons why you're stuck on your healing path, there's a really simple answer. It's not very fast. It takes time, um, but you can use uh, emotional freedom technique tapping. I love the Tapping Source app for this. You can use meditations for stress. Moving your body in a way that requires you to really feel your body. I generally recommend something like yoga for this. Um, It really helps you to get in tune with where your body's at in space and what's going on inside your body, what messages your body is trying to release. Um, I also really like emotional release techniques. uh, And those are things I can help you with coding and releasing those emotions um, via an appointment if you'd like. Uh, And I'm also thinking about if there's enough interest putting together a little class where you can work through releasing your emotions as well, like doing DIYing it, if you will. All right. Now, the third block is a block on, let's call it an energetic bond or an energetic cord between you and sometimes yourself, past or present, an energetic cord between you and your diagnosis or an energetic cord between you and your symptoms. Um, I see this a lot when people are, you know, really harping and marching on the, I am an autoimmune warrior, right? I am a rheumatoid warrior type um, situations, right? And a, a negative cord is an energetic structure that lies between you and something else. It could be another person. It could be yourself. It could be a diagnosis. It could be symptoms. And so when you form a relationship with this other entity, you make a, a connection, two types of connections, really. The first type of connection is a spiritual positive bond, and it contains energies like love and good times and lessons learned and fondness and affection and stuff like that. You might be thinking, Audrey, that's crazy with a diagnosis, but you have to understand that there is an instant hit of dopamine when you get that diagnosis. And then when you research and you do all the things to try to find out what you're going to do with that diagnosis. And then when you finally have a reason to tell people, I am not able to do this because I have blank, right? There's all of these little things that actually provide that kind of feedback for you. And then the second type of connection is a negative cord. And this is a, it's, it's very different in energetic structure from a positive cord because it contains all the negative energies that have ever been a feature with your relationship to yourself, your diagnosis, your symptoms, or someone else. So, you have to, to make a real simple picture. You could use the example of an unfaithful partner, right? Encoded in this cord, you have the feelings of when you found out that your partner was cheating, right? There could be feelings of paranoia, inadequacy, rage, all of those things. But also in that same cord, there's a pattern of being in a relationship of the good times, wanting to please your partner so that they won't ever leave you, right? When you split up, you may never see each other again, but that energetic cord still remains. And so this cord connects you and keeps those unhelpful patterns of dynamics, rage, inadequacy, paranoia, people-pleasing, keeping quiet, and all of those things in your life. 
So if we look at this from the perspective of a diagnosis, now that you have kind of a person-to-person example, you are on your healing journey and people are commenting on how well you're doing and how much your energy levels improved and how great you look and all of these things. And then that stops, right? And then all that's left is a vacuum for those, all the negative things or the absence of the positive things that the, that diagnosis brought you, right? The attention, all of that eventually fades. Um, and so it's really, really important to cut cords energetically with these things, these ideas, these emotions and these people, and even yourself as you go through a healing journey. Otherwise it can, um, create a real blockage. It can create a point that you hit and you keep hitting over and over and over again, where you just bounce back, where you have a setback, if you will. The next block I want to talk about is self-worth. Okay. And we talked about this a little bit already, right? We talked about feeling like you deserve to heal. And that is certainly part of your, your healing journey, but deserving to heal and being deserve or deserving of being well. Right. So as I said, identifying as a sick person, as an autoimmune warrior, as a chronic illness warrior, this is a block that keeps you stuck. So if you have Instagram handles, hashtags, t-shirts, mugs, get to the root of your limiting beliefs and throw that stuff out. Right. Who do you identify as someone who is sick or someone who is well, either are available to you. So whichever one you identify with is the one that you attract. And I'm not saying that you can just mentally overcome every person, every uh, autoimmune illness, every chronic disease, every symptom that you have. What I am saying is that if you don't mentally overcome it, none of the other things that you're doing, whether it is allopathic in nature or naturopathic in nature, so conventional medicine or natural medicine, none of those things will work as well without this, right? Or like I said, you'll just keep hitting that wall, bouncing back and restarting over again. So everywhere you believe that healing, being well is not available to you, that is a block, right? So you have to become aware and explore who you identify as in order to find those blocks and shift them. All right. And then the last one is living in fear and making mistakes from fear. So if you are someone who makes decisions out of fear or feels like you make decisions out of fear, you might there might be some signs of that, right? When you're trying to make a decision, if you are anxious, if you have muscle tension, um, if you depend on others to help you make decisions, uh, you could be missing out on opportunities, right? Uh, Like new relationships, travel, promotion, financial opportunities, and healing your body, right? So it often comes from a root of feeling powerlessness feelings of powerlessness. I'll get it out in a minute. (laughs) Um, And the more, the the longer that you have had your diagnosis, your symptoms, your issues, the more the chances are that you're making fear-based decisions. You want to try this, but you're scared of that. You want to try this, but you're scared of that. You want to try this medication, but you're scared of the side effects. You want to try this uh, natural remedy, but you're afraid that it won't work and you'll spend your money and you won't be able to make the changes, all of these things. 
So you have to face your fears. You have to understand why you're on this journey and you have to focus on your mindset, your mindfulness. You have to learn to check in with your body. So backtrack to yoga, to using your body as a human, human pendulum, um, noticing that your breathing may be shallow. So you really can check into your body and notice if you are experiencing those fear symptoms. You can also notice, or when you do notice, you can use those calming signals, grounding work, all of those things in order to help you to step out of a fear state and make a decision or move through a block without being in that sort of fear state. All right. All right. That's a lot for an energy medicine Monday, but I wanted to share with you these ways in which I see people block their healing journeys in which I have blocked my own healing journey. So I understand I've been there. And so I want you to, especially if you're on a wellness journey or somebody that you love is get curious about energy. Listen to this episode again, make some notes, listen to what might be true for you and then start to work on those and then watch how much your healing journey will radically shift. You'll take leaps and bounds forward in your healing journey. Remember that I am always rooting for you, friends. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Root Cause Revolution podcast. Be sure and subscribe on your favorite podcast provider. Ratings and reviews are always appreciated.